0: Hi everyone, wow, I am delighted with the attendance today and I apologize for those who aren't able to join live. Our platform is licensed for. 200 guests and we have attendants here from all over the world from business to academia and consulting but of course uh, you will receive the recording as soon as the session finishes and I will uh, keep any gifts offered at the end of the session available for a day or two so everybody can catch up my name is Inez Almeida I'm the founder and the transformation officer at Now Next Later AI we support businesses with AI adoption and uh, we recently launched our AI Academy focused on supporting enabling non-technical business leaders. Um, I have over 26 years of experience in technology enabled strategy and transformation and delivery but most importantly um, I am a business owner uh, adopting AI in my own business Ethically and safely, releasing uh, my time and our experts' time to serve customers face to face and to focus on their needs and to keep up to date with a very fast changing AI landscape. Uh, also, it's about delivering great experiences to our customers enabled by smart human-centered automation. Today, our focus is on risk and governance. So I will skip some of the scene setting. Um, I think everyone by now understands we are experiencing a bit of a moment uh, with the recent emergence of GenAI. If you joined early, you got uh, some of that from SAI our AI avatar who doesn't have an accent like I do and can deliver content at the speed of light, which is not uh, something that I can do. (laughs) So let's get to it. Um, As the power of AI grows, so too does the need for comprehensive regulation. In navigating this landscape, the European Union is leading and charting a course for other countries to follow. This makes the EU a compelling case study in AI regulation, providing invaluable insights to other jurisdictions and helping us business leaders predict what is likely to come down the line in regards to regulation, but also guide us on how to adopt AI ethically and safely. Today, we'll discuss how the AI Act is not perfect in any way, um, but by calling out these issues, it provides you with a better understanding of the risks involved with adoption. Still, the EU proactive posture in building AI guardrails reflects a great understanding of the intrinsic risks and challenges tied to these complex technologies. With a focus on ethics and privacy, they are uh, dedicated to really setting up a great legal framework to mitigate potential AI harms, um, while also fostering technology and innovation. The General Data Protection Regulation, the GDPR, and the AI Act embody that commitment for human-centric AI ecosystem. It's also great to contrast with other jurisdictions, right? So in the meanwhile, the U.S. approach to regulation (laughs) remains quite distinct. (laughs) Uh, While comprehensive AI laws are yet to be enacted, um, U.S. federal agencies are absolutely leveraging existing civil rights and consumer protection law and have shown real determination to take action against harmful AI products. Uh, recent hearings in the Senate hint towards a growing awareness and uh, an emerging willingness to further these regulatory efforts. Currently, there is no comprehensive US national privacy regulation in place, and um, Instead, individual states have taken initiative to pass their own privacy laws, Um, like, for example, the California Consumer Privacy Act, uh, which is one of the most stringent and comprehensive. While there is no national privacy regulation, specific industries like healthcare, education, and financial sector do have regulations in place to protect sensitive data within the specific domains. All of these aim to safeguard the privacy and security of personal data and ensure that organizations operating in these sectors adhere to strict data protection practices. The divergent paths between these two different parts of the world share the, shed the light on this global conundrum of how to marry potential AI risks and pitfalls with the opportunity it presents. Here in Australia, the industry and science minister uh, released a consultation paper on measures that we can put in place to ensure that AI is used responsibly and safely. The evolution of Gen AI Presents unique challenges for regulation, especially regarding data privacy and security. Um, and let's now focus on the European Union as a union as a case study, because we can get some insights into the management of those challenges, modeled on a risk-based approach. The AI Act classifies AI systems into categories from an unacceptable risk to minimal risk, providing a comprehensive regulatory compass and establishing obligations for providers and users. Depending on the level of risk uh, the AI can generate, um, we have prohibited practices that denote the highest risk category, and these are banned outright. We have high-risk AI systems, likely to be the majority of systems, and we'll detail that in a little bit and low-risk AI systems um, that neither use personal data or make predictions that are likely to affect any individual directly or indirectly. Case in point, this may be um, industrial applications in predictive maintenance, for example. As you can see, anything that affects individuals from governance to identification, categorization, education, essential services, or employment all fall into the high risk category and require compliance with strict rules. And the penalties set out for non conformity are hefty, very similar to the times of the GDPR and some of the penalties aligned to that. There are some challenges implementing this framework. One of them is how to implement um, and audit the right to erasure in generative AI. Gen AI models like chat GPT, for example, so GPT-4, don't retain specific training data, but instead learn to generalize patterns from that data. This raises critical questions about how to erase data from an AI model and whether it's even technically feasible. Adding to this complexity, generative AI models produce unique Outputs for each prompt, right? Making it very difficult to predict or control uh, outputs consistently. Then we have the legal basis for processing personal data and these. Presents significant challenges in regulating um, generative AI within the context of the GDPR. For example, enforcement trends and forthcoming guidance from the European Data Protection Board suggests a shift towards consent as the legal basis for processing data, putting greater responsibility on the tech companies and demanding more transparency in uh, data usage and protection. The nature of Gen AI also poses challenges in terms of transparency and proportionality. Transparency is absolutely crucial for ensuring the rights of data subjects. But AI models are black boxes, uh, and so it leads to questions about trustworthiness and accountability. In relation to proportionality, there's the challenge of deciding whether the benefits of using uh, such AI models outweigh the potential risks to privacy and other rights. Balancing do- these two competing in- interests is a complex task. and Both have significant implications on individuals, companies, and society. Uh, One of the primary challenges in the current regulation of AI is the issue of enforcement. The intricacies of AI technologies, along with the vast geographic reach, both in Europe but also globally, poses significant hurdles for regulatory bodies. Also, given the democratization of the access to Gen.A.I., individual users and smaller entities also pose governance risks. Oversight mechanisms will need to strike a balance between ensuring compliance but also promoting uh, innovation downstream. Um, companies using generative AI APIs um, like GPT-4, for example, grapple with many potential risks and issues. And of course, we need to recognize them all to effectively mitigate them. AI models are trained on colossal volumes of data, and despite being designed to generalize rather than memorize, they may unintentionally memorize sensitive data points. This can lead to disclosure of confidential information, which of course would infringe on data privacy law. Also, given the complexities of the right to be forgotten and the right to rectification, and uh, within the context of the GDPR, for example, companies must develop strategies to navigate these risks. There is also an ongoing ambiguity about the right to erasure, and how that could be enforced on on AI models. Um, While the data can be removed from a training data set, it remains technically challenging (laughs) to extract that data from a model itself, right? Um, The unpredictability and the potential for different answers and even different hallucinations about the same data point add complexities to the rectification and erasure issues. So generative AI presents significant uh, legal liability risks. Uh, These models capable, capable of generating potential harmful content might infringe upon libel laws and copyright laws exposing companies to potential lawsuits If an AI model produces content that damages a person's reputation similar to a Google search, this can result in serious legal repercussions. Companies need to implement robust content moderation and filtering mechanisms to avert these legal implications. In particular, Copyright infringement represents a significant legal liability risk for downstream companies. Since AI models are trained on vast data sets, often scraped from the internet, there is risk that they could generate content that violates copyright law. This poses a challenge in terms of transparency and proportionality. And of course, AI black box nature obscures the internal workings. Um, Again, there's challenges there. The challenge of proportionality, being able to balance benefits and and risks, it's something that we need to be incredibly cautious and and careful about uh, as a downstream company, trying to, to add value through some of these solutions. From an ethical perspective, Gen.AI models also pose significant challenges. These models, while powerful, can generate misleading, bias and harmful content. Companies need to develop ethical guidelines for AI usage and put systems in place to quickly identify and rectify any such issues. Also, the dependency on external APIs for crucial business functions uh, introduces business continuity risks. If the API provider experiences an outage, discontinues the service or alters policies or pricing downstream, companies need to have contingency plans in place and consider these risks uh, when designing their systems. Now let's shift to things you need to consider uh, from a best practice perspective. Um, as you think about rolling out risk management frameworks, governance frameworks in your orga- in your organization. A great place to start is to identify your key internal actors, the people in your business that will be responsible for your, for your AI products, AI project, AI systems. These are the people that will answer specific AI system related questions. For example, in the case of an audit, which we should um, have often. A simple way to get started in defining your AI system is to create an external store- scorecard. Think about your, your all of your stakeholders. That defines clearly the purpose, the values, the data, and the governance of your AI system. For example, here, For purpose, we have Shop.ai, a recommender system that analyzes shopping history and browsing data, and it's intended to improve customer shopping experience. The values that guide the system are the values of the business, Retail Inc. And um, the business that is developing the system uh, is looking at... um, to use proprietary and private data no external data sources will be used consent will comply with the gdpr and no protected variables are used in this system governance is also clear with the chief data officer overseeing all ai systems and an ethics board in place providing an additional layer of defense and a clear path for uh, any concerns uh, that people may have I cannot stress enough the importance for business leaders to understand the fundamentals of AI and machine learning, anything from key machine learning project steps to understanding how to validate and evaluate a model, uh, to understanding things like um, accuracy. Is accuracy the most important parameter that you should be looking at? Um, If someone tells you that their model is 99% accurate, is that a good thing? Is that enough? Um, Because if you don't understand the fundamentals, it's incredibly difficult to support your business with AI adoption safely and ethically. Uh, People are too keen to jump into this amazing world of generative AI. Uh, without sometimes going a little deeper and understanding these fundamentals. And without that, it's quite difficult to manage um, risk, but also it's quite difficult to tap into the real opportunity these systems can bring. Your approach to governance and risk management need to address main ethical issues and resulting technical considerations that arise at each stage of your machine learning project. Uh, Your first line of defense starts with your delivery team. Uh, Having the ability to test and to audit these machine learning models is incredibly important. Setting the right uh, first lines of defense starts there without a shadow of a doubt. Setting up the right risk management framework is again quite an important step in this puzzle. And in addition to the corporate values that will guide all of the work that you do, you need to evaluate all the themes of a great AI ethics framework and ensure that you are covering each one of them. I present you here with the work that Harvard did evaluating AI ethics frameworks from big companies. In addition to this list, uh, it's important to consider the carbon emissions of your AI systems. This is becoming increasingly important because of the energy expenditure of these large foundation models. Companies active in developing or using AI must set up a strong internal governance uh, and designate a lead AI ethics official and stand up an ethics board. Ethics boards can assume many forms, with most design choices actually being highly contextual. There's no one-size-fits-all solution. Uh, they also need to be considered as an external safety net rather than the original entity for it. AI corporate governance. Their role should largely align with and support or duplicate existing efforts. Um, so they provide that extra layer of security in high-stakes scenario, scenarios um, despite potential efficiency reductions or duplications. Selecting these members is quite an important uh, task uh, because merely establishing a board is actually an insufficient. Uh, the value largely depends on the members and their capability and their commitment and their ability to fulfill the mission. Thus, a thoughtful and careful appointment is truly critical here and poor choices can uh, potentially jeopardize the board's existence um, there's actually quite an impact of formality in your design choices. Things that seem merely procedural, like, for example, establishing a quorum, can have significant influence, positive or negative, on the board's effectiveness, for example, uh, by impeding decision making. Um, so, such choices in terms of design of procedures should not be overlooked. In conclusion, addressing the risks associated with generative AI models requires a deep understanding of these models and the potential issues they might cause. Companies should ensure that their use of AI aligns with all the relevant protection and copyright laws. As part of this, companies should absolutely consider consultation with legal experts who can provide insight into potential liability and also um, how to mitigate it. Consider implementing a robust data security um, framework and measures. This is going to be an essential step and should include ensuring that AI models don't memorize sensitive data and information, as well as taking steps to safeguard any data used in the training process. Beyond legal and security measures, companies must also develop and adhere to a clear set of ethical guidelines. These guidelines should outline how the models should be used, what type of content they should or should not produce, and how any issues uh, will be addressed quickly and ratified. In addition to this, uh, you need to have clear business continuity and contingency plans in place as you use these APIs. When I started now NextLater AI and the AI Academy, I could have easily jumped on the hype and developed courses on how on chat GPT prompt engineering. (laughs) However, I strongly believe in setting the foundations right. Um, And despite what the hype and the media are telling you, AI is not rocket science. And you don't need to be technical or a maths whiz to grasp the fundamentals um, in a way that helps you make informed decisions in regards to your AI strategy and adoption, which is um, quite, quite important. If you um, stick around uh, after I finish, uh, we'll have uh, Sai, our AI avatar, go through uh, our pedagogic design so you get a sense of how we design and deliver these courses. Um, But most importantly, I'm just incredibly grateful to have you here with me today uh, or if you listen to this um, after in the recording. And it's my commitment, really, to ensure that we are supporting and enabling you and your business so that you can adopt AI safely, really unlock the opportunities of what these technologies can bring to humankind and individuals, but keep the human centricity, Uh, this technology is here to support humans not to replace them. Um, And it's so important that we come into this well-informed, that we don't jump into hype that we understand uh, where AI can fit and what it can bring to our businesses and our daily lives. I really enjoyed spending time with you today. I am incredibly grateful. You can reach out to me at any time and and book some time um, for a a one-to-one chat through the website. I look forward to chatting with you, getting to know you and, and see you soon. Thanks.
1: Hi there. My name is Sai. Today I want to share with you our AI Academy's pedagogic design. As you may know, designing an effective online course involves careful planning, thoughtful choices, and a commitment to ongoing refinement. Our design aligns with the National Microcredentials Framework, aimed at addressing the growing demand for shorter form courses that enable rapid upskilling and lifelong learning. Here is our approach 1. We set clear learning objectives. Each one of our lessons includes a set of smart learning outcomes. These are measurable and tested at the end of each lesson and course. A certificate is issued upon successful completion. Two, we design for engagement by catering to diverse learning styles. Each one of our lessons integrates video, audio, and images. And we also enable community discussion and group assignments, when applicable. Three, we structure our courses by breaking down content into manageable chunks, and sequence them in ways that build understanding. Each course has a learning roadmap designed to be logical and intuitive. 4. All assignments, assessments, and activities directly support the achievement of the learning outcomes. This is called constructive alignment. 5. Our materials are designed for accessibility, video transcripts, images alt-text, and screen-reader-friendly documents. Courses are available on mobile app and on a variety of browsers. Six. We support self regulated learning. Drip lesson scheduling and ongoing comms can be enabled to help learners manage their time, set goals, stay motivated, and reflect on their learning. 7. We provide immediate and meaningful feedback. Our interactive quizzes at the end of each lesson provide an opportunity to revise and measure learning outcomes. Plus, the course's community site enables discussion and peer support. 8. Our content is reviewed and updated monthly to keep up with the fast-paced evolution of the AI landscape. We also solicit feedback by enabling course reviews and surveys to identify areas for improvement. 9. Our human instructors regularly engage in the discussion forums, providing learning support. They also deliver weekly live sessions, which are a great opportunity for real-time updates on the latest news and discussion. 10. We build a long-lasting community. In addition to the course forum, we give learners access to our Discord site enabling voice, video, and chat avenues for engagement beyond the course timeline. This approach is important to us, but we are looking for opportunities to improve it. I have a few other things to share with you. You see, we live what we teach. Our platform is intelligent and automated to drive the best customer experience and operational productivity. Our use of AI avatars, aka me, in self-paced lesson content enable us to one update content fast and effectively keeping up to date with a fast moving ai landscape two deliver content at an optimum pace and to the highest standards of enunciation. three and also releases instructor time to provide one-to-one support engage in live sessions and create more courses support is available at every step along the way chatbot knowledge base and help desk are all just one click away also Privacy and security are always top of mind. Each student has a dedicated portal, a secure login, and a console to track progress. Gated corporate courses can be set up to support groups of students from the same business. And at least once a week, we organize live sessions delivered on our platform, which supports breakout rooms, whiteboard, group video sharing, polls, chat, Q&A, co-annotation, and live quizzes. All our events can be accessed via mobile app. What are you waiting for? Go check out our courses, and I'll see you in one of our classes. Bye for now and stay human.